Hi everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the Final Fantasy Union and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Spencer. Lauren's not here. She's not. And Brandon. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> That's a very interesting welcome Spencer. Thank you for that. Keeping it up. Just in case no yes. one noticed. <laughs> yeah. yeah Churro's not here either. Yeah. Or Jackie. Churro's, Churro's not here unfortunately. Uh, he, would, he's, he is at E3 but he's doing E3 things apparently. And has very bad internet, apparently, yeah, as well. Yeah, very, very bad internet. So he's at E3. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 at E3. I saw him take a picture with um, the guy who's currently saving Final Fantasy XIV. Yep, he, he definitely did. He's also uh, captured Nomura on film, so that's pretty awesome. So was he actually at E3, or he was, was just a bunch of videos of him? He was physically there. He's usually there skulking around. Yeah. He just hides... He was there, he just... but he was in a glass box, and no one could go inside. <laughs> the Nomura mobile. I'm surprised that Chiro's, uh, I'm surprised Chiro's video actually had him come through in the uh, in the post because uh, you know people can see him with their eyes, but when they take pictures, he just disappears. Yeah, is it kind of like the ring? Like their faces just get all blurred and twisted. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, we basically um, Final Fantasy Union episode eighty one was scheduled to come out on Tuesday, but given the <laughs> rather interesting announcements that took place during the Sony press conference, we decided we'll just cancel that and uh, we'll 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 call up Brandon and uh, we'll get a combined show going so we can talk about the fantastic announcements Yay! that took place. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have a, a kind of a three segment show. We're gonna first talk about E three in general, kind of how we think it's going, um, what we thought about the different conferences and that kind of thing. Then we're going to talk about the first big announcement, which was Final Fantasy 15. Woo! And then we're going to talk about the second announcement, which was probably even bigger, which was Kingdom Hearts 3. Boom, baby! I'm excited. Yeah. And on top of that, the biggest Final Fantasy 14 coming to PlayStation 4. Keep those socks on. And and <laughs> Lightning gets a hundred new outfits, and Lightning returns. Well, but wait! In case you thought there was more, we decided to spoil you. There was a new trailer for Final Fantasy X and X2 in HD. You're welcome. You're Whoa. welcome. <laughs> so before we get into all that, I just want to remind you guys that Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. Comes out on the iTunes Store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and GamingUnion.net. So E3. What do you guys think about it so far? I mean, it's been a, a very interesting show. Definitely been one it's of been the best it, E3s in a long time. Probably since like I, 2008. Agreed. Yeah, I, agreed. I mean, I've been to I've been to quite a few of them, and um, I think this one has probably been the biggest one in terms of like the the games that they've announced. I think Microsoft, especially the last couple of years, their conferences have been absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. And this year they decided to actually uh, focus on games. I, yeah. I remember watching the conference and I was thinking, that actually wasn't too bad. Yeah, no Connect, as far as I could yeah. tell. That was pretty awesome. I guess, you know, it, it kind of worked in their favor to do the, the pre-conference, where they could get all that boring stuff out of the way and um, talk about TVs and dogs and sports. Yeah, I, I don't know how that worked out, because the the lasting effect of their conference was sort of killed uh, by Sony, they basically did not touch on the controversy from the original yeah, announcement. So, because they didn't talk about the original controversy, that left all those weak spots for Sony to come in and attack for massive damage. 
and honestly, I think the um, the quotes that have been coming out of Microsoft since then have been rather embarrassing. Yeah. Well, Daryl, if you if you don't have a if you don't have a online connection, you just get a three sixty. <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I think it, it's quite funny actually. Some some guy posted on NeoGAF the uh, about the uh, the whole third console. Mm-hmm. Uh, syndrome. Yeah. Basically, any company that's released three consoles, the third one is always terrible. Hmm. So you've got Nintendo with the N64. Okay. Well, technically, Virtual Boy, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be? Well, Although, I, I guess that, I guess that was a portable. Kind <laughs> of. Was, was the Virtual Boy the third portable? There. I mean, there no, was the that, there that, was the Game Boy. The Game Boy. I guess the Game Boy Color doesn't count as a console. Game Boy Color was technically the third portable. Game Boy Color was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was all right. But anyway, home console. Home wise. console, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, N64 had some decent games, but pretty much died of death. Sega um, Saturn. Yeah, the Saturn apparently released. Yeah. They didn't even announce it was coming out. They, they actually, <laughs> Microsoft uh, pulled a Sega Saturn at their conference today, announcing the new Xbox redesign. And uh, no, Oh, nobody... yeah, what was that about? <laughs> I know, that came uh, out of nowhere. Like, was like, you well, can well, get well, a new what? Xbox, and you can also get Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, that's that's they're trying to now copy PlayStation Plus, and so with terrible games. Yeah, I know it was like who has not played with an Xbox 360, Halo 3, and then in general, who has not played Assassin's Creed 2? Like, for example, that is the most platinumed game on PlayStation 3. <laughs> like everyone and their mothers has collected <laughs> feathers in that game. But anyway, yeah, so uh, Microsoft they. They kind of shot themselves in the foot a bit, um, but the con- the actual the mo- conference itself was good. Yeah. It was just the the stuff around. Well, I mean, it. When, when you when it was working, Brandon, it was good yeah, when yeah, it was yeah. working. When it was working, when it was working, it was good. But the, what they said was fine there. They just didn't do enough to protect them long term. Okay, so moving on to Sony, um, I didn't actually watch the conference live because I was in bed. I think I had to play at two o'clock in the morning. Was. Um, <laughs> but when I woke up, um, I saw the internet had exploded. Yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's it, 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 it really has. It's quite funny that it like it, it kind of shows how much power Square Enix still have because yeah. the the one thing that everyone has been talking about from any of the conferences is the two games that they announced. Like no one cares about anything else. Like you know, I, you've got Respawn's new game that was shown off, and like Metal Gear Five was like shown off pretty badly. Oh, um, badly. Well, no, you know, like they they shut off a lot of it. Like, and oh, okay. It was it was like Microsoft's lead game. Yeah, yeah. And like they had to announce new Halo, all this stuff, and the two games that people are going mental about the most are two games you probably won't even see for about four years. Yeah, now. pretty much. Well, no, I, I'd say fifteen. We could probably see in a year and a half. I'm gonna say fifteen. T- I, 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 would, I would put the money in that. I'm gonna say two to three years because I reckon tw- I reckon it's either gonna be 2015 or 2016. No, no, no. I, I agree. Kingdom Hearts would be like 2015. Like the whole thing about the whole new hardware is how much easier it is to develop now. So there's no reason to have like if it comes that out in 2014, long. it's gonna be way near the end of it. Oh yeah, like I'm like saying 2014 for 15 at the like at the earliest. Also, bear in mind that Square Enix don't release games at the end of the year. Or yeah, Final well, Fantasy games at the end of the year. Yeah, they released. They released thirteen. Thirteen came out December of two thousand nine in Japan. In Japan, yes. They yeah. They always release them in Japan. Yeah. Around okay. Fair December. enough. So Japan might get it twenty fourteen. Possible. And then we'll get it uh, January twenty fifteen. Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't actually watch the conference live. I just kind of saw the trailers. Um, I watched. Did it live. any of you guys watch it live? I watched it live. Uh, I, how, how did I it kind of go have. down for you? It was. To be honest, it wasn't as a conference overall. It was not as strong as Microsoft's. I, they they started really? pretty they started pretty weak with the policies, and 
it, it really didn't pick up until that moment where Namora came on screen. And then after that, I sort of tuned out. And then, oh, hey, the policies. You fainted. I, I, I basically See, did Bra- Brandon, those, those policies, the, those are actually, like, that's right next to Final Fantasy, like, and all the Square announcements they true, made. True, true. Like, those those policies, like, are, like, everyone else who doesn't care about Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts out that's there, the big thing. as soon as yeah. they saw used games, was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was troll. more referring to, like, the, the ones that we were talking about at the beginning. Oh, video unlimited, music unlimited. Nobody cares about Netflix. those. I would say, oh, yeah, but you, they 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 have to do that stuff. They have to. They ha- yeah, they have to do that stuff. I would say, yeah, the stuff that they talked about at the end of the conference and uh, and then Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy, those were like huge. I would say overall, to be honest, it wasn't as good as a, a conference as Microsoft's. But what they were able to accomplish with their conferences or, or with their conference, I would say that sort of took it above and beyond. I think looking back, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't show anything kind of more new. Yeah. From their from their own Definitely. studios because like obviously there was the order which they showed. It's but okay. It's like yeah. No, okay. I I, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of faith in that game because that that developer like Ready at Dawn they yeah. like they've never done a bad game. True. But like most of what they showed was just extensions of what they showed already. Yeah. I was I was a little bit like the only new kind of thing was that, but it was a pre-rendered cutscene. And the other thing was the the dark sorcerer, which like when they when it went into the live like the, when you when you realized it wasn't, I thought that was um, awesome. Something. I, yeah, wasn't like, it cool? It, it looked... I mean, it, it was actually it was it was cool. Like I wrote, I wrote about it. It was like it was cool when they showed at the conference, and then like I kept wondering until they released the full video. I was like, how are they going to make this into a twelve minute video? And like if you watch the twelve minute video, it's the same joke about haha, it's actors being in video games and it's awkward but for 12 minutes so it's just kind of stretched out yeah interesting i'm kind of glad i didn't see the 12 minute one but i I, am i'm definitely not in the camp that's like oh what's this old man doing on screen i don't understand why are you showing this at a game conference this isn't a game like i'm very impressed by it i think it's yeah the graphics were like amazing fantastic I, i i gotta say though i think the reason you guys are so like underwhelmed with Sony, whereas, like, I thought they did a really good job, mm-hmm. is you guys gotta think, at Sony's a PS4 event in February, they just threw games at the wall. Yeah. And, like, they almost, like, it, and almost, like, to a fault where they might not have had as much new to announce at E3, but whereas Microsoft, in comparison, looks like they had a bunch, but they revealed, like, three games at their at their reveal event. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, really, I, like, I, if you, and if you compare them, Sony has so much more compared to Microsoft. I don't know, I mean, I do like how Microsoft kind of structures theirs, where, I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of little white lies when they say everything past this point is an Xbox exclusive, because yeah. they, count, they count timed exclusives in that, too. Well, I mean, we don't know about, like, Dead Rising. I think Dead Rising and... Uh, uh, no, Re- Dead Rising Respawn. is an exclusive. Yeah, that's, yeah and Respawn know, is. Exclusive. Oh, sorry, it's not Respawn, not, Titanfall not, is. Titanfall, yeah. Yeah, Dead Rising is not coming on PS4 Is Is Rise... Don't worry, it'll be on the, Wii, it'll be on the, it'll be on the uh, Wii U in two years is the Chop Till You Drop edition. <laughs> <laughs> is that one game they well, showed like at the beginning? Rise is that exclusive too? Yes, that's a yeah, first that's exclusive yeah. as well. Okay. But like The Witcher Three is an exclusive. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be better on PC anyway. Like all of their all of their best games like were like going to be on other systems. All their yeah. like I can't think of one exclusive that Instinct. actually was. <laughs> yeah, in Killer Instinct, the most like the most Free effect that had is they had a well. Yeah, you enjoy how little they showed of that, and then the more you hear about Killer Instinct. It's like it's from the developers who bought you Silent Hill Homecoming. No, uh, no, it's the from the developers Joe. who brought you GI Joe. No, they also <laughs> did Silent Hill Homecoming. Ooh. 
quite but a anyway, pedigree I mean, this like, place. Going back to Sony again, um, Nomura kind of announced everything via video, mm-hmm. and um, he looked really awkward. <laughs> He, he well, is, I think it's awkward because they awkward. had the world's worst... It looked worst... like they pretty much just shoved a microphone in his face and just said, read this cue card. Yeah. See, it looked awkward, though, because remember they had the world's slowest fading in Square Enix logo? It like looked yeah. like something was broken. I was trying to read his subtitles. Like, no, wait, wait. It was like, it's like sort of like he was trailing off at the end. <laughs> like, what? where are you it's going like, Before I go, Kingdom Hearts 3. That's bad. Yeah, like, in obviously... Effect, that's um, what happens. They showed off. They showed off the footage for what we thought at the time was versus thirteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they most, pulled the wool over our eyes. Yeah, no one I mean, called that one. That, <laughs> most of that we'd already seen before, in terms of like the the pre-rendered stuff was all kind of yeah. cutscenes. Well, we um, haven't seen Kid Noctis, the cutest Final Fantasy character since ever. <laughs> I really like that. I I'm excited that they showed stuff like that because that shows a a you know a recommitment to story and i think something yeah, I square think hasn't a, done in a long time character I th- development I yeah think, i think um this is going to kind of be a return to, i mean like you say they haven't done it for a long time but you've also got to consider that different teams have been making games exactly. like 12 was done by a completely different team 13 was done by a different team this is a return to nojima um, and his awesome writing yeah i mean <laughs> nojima consulted on 13 but nojima Toriyama kind of just took over yeah <laughs> it's like oh here's the concept I'm taking it and I'm making it my own. Oh boy! And my then they baby. had um, Watanabe, who just basically, for want of a better word, was Toriyama's bitch. Yeah. Okay. It's true. But he's also Nomura. He's pretty much everyone's bitch, isn't he? Yeah. He's actually just Square Enix. He's, he has a little Square Enix tramp stamp on him. You can just see he's owned <laughs> by that company for life. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, I think um, it was quite funny actually. They the the kind of way they did it, and and uh, obviously. He, a, a year ago almost to the day there was that whole thing where the fan had made the trailer for Final Fantasy 15 mm-hmm. that and said that Versus had become 15 that was um yeah and then there was that whole deal with uh Rowan the guys that did the uh yep. the suits and all that they changed the they literally one year ago in in the summer around when Agni's philosophy was showed off they changed the name of uh the game they worked on from Versus to 15 and then they sort of had to quickly change back why do people still think agni's philosophy is a game i keep seeing like kind of articles come up of like yeah. e3 like they had to like it's like that, i mean it, it looks okay ever but made it's a like... tech demo that has actually become something yeah yeah uh, and s- some people are thinking that the city that you see at the end of agni's philosophy is the same city you see in the 15 trailer and it's definitely not uh that one's a futuristic so stupid it's a futuristic city this one is like venetian and modern not futuristic at all Although although yeah. there are a couple interesting rumors that like it looks like it's futuristic Tokyo, which kind of would make sense. Well, no, because the original game was supposed to be based on real life, wasn't it? Yeah, and it still is. It's mm-hmm. still a fantasy yeah. based on reality. They're sticking. Yeah, but to I mean, names. like, what's like what's the name of the like? It's like Nilham or uh, Nilham. yeah, Niflheim. Niflheim. Yeah, and Lucis is Sniffle- well, Sniffleberg. I think they've announced like four or five different cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll talk a bit about more of that. Uh, a bit more about that in a bit more uh, detail yeah. soon. Um, and then my favorite the other part, thing that I my favorite talk part, about... Kingdom Hearts came up. <laughs> my favorite yeah, part. It did. Uh, he picked up a keyblade. Oh! That's literally all I needed. That's literally all I needed is some confirmation. I think that was probably the one game. Like, cause Final Fantasy Fifteen was like, you know, that that's probably like was more of a mainstream kind of, yay. Definitely. But Kingdom Hearts, literally, Kingdom Hearts fans, everyone knows, are absolutely mental. Yep, we they totally are. are. And... <laughs> they, get, they, they, get sui- they get suicidal over an April Fool's joke. That doesn't spell mental. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Kingdom Hearts 3 announcement, I think that uh, it's probably because they've been waiting for it for so long. Yeah. Well, it's, then, honestly, it's almost just kind of sad because I see a lot of comments that people would just be I gotta buy a PlayStation 4 now. I have this PS3 with no games. Like, who who are you people? Who buys one console for one game series? I Me? do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I bought a PS3 for Kingdom Hearts 3 and, and so well, Yes, early. but I mean, I, I, I do the exact same thing, but then I justify it. Whereas, like, if I yeah. have to buy it early, I'm gonna play other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think most people do that. I don't think anyone buys a console. Well, if you buy a console for one game that doesn't exist and then don't buy any other games for that console, it's kind of odd. Yeah. See, that's what some people were posting. They're like, I have this useless black box in front of me now. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just overreacting. I don't think anyone's like that. They can play Kingdom Hearts 1.5, won't it? <laughs> well, let's hope. They might, they might have just maybe, thrown maybe it out the window at the, after the conference. And they could also play Kingdom Hearts 1 on it. Mm-hmm. Over Gaikai. Well, I mean, on the PS4, yes. Yes, on the PS4. Well, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. So we're not going to talk about Nintendo? That no, sweet we do That sweet Nintendo direction. They just announced a load, another fir- a load, a load of first-party games. I'm, I think the only third-party game they really showed was Bayonetta 2, right? No, I'm that's e- first-party still. I'm excited for Pokemon. Well, no, it's not developed by them. Oh, yeah, but they're publishing it. Yeah. I meant, I meant in terms of from a third-party studio. No, yeah, Nintendo, didn't, is not, they didn't Nintendo doesn't off, like looking at them. They didn't show off that uh, Xenoblade whatever two thing that they showed off. Oh yeah, they did. They did. No, they said yeah. They, yeah, I they, think did. they said it was. It was it's they called they Project X. It. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing. It looks awesome. So that's cool. I guess that's Nintendo. Yeah, that's just yeah. It's, oh, is it? Are they, do they own Monolith? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Monolith Soft. Yeah. So yeah, another first party game. More Mario cats this time, and not dogs. That was cats. so disappointing. Well, well, may- because... well, maybe, maybe we'll get the new Smash Brothers. Noctis will be a kid. Noctis will be a playable <laughs> character. <laughs> now that's all about Mega Man, isn't it? Oh yeah, retro Mega Man. Although yeah. the Wii Fit trainer uh, might have. Uh, that's awesome. Him. That is so awesome. I love that she's a character. You'll never guess what her final Smash is called. Wii Fit. <laughs> Great. Nintendo's really pushing the envelope uh, originality-wise on this one. That's yeah. what they do. Was... Although, did you see the developer video? Like, not like the announcement trailer for the Wii Fit Lady, but when they're going into how they came up with the new characters, they were like, with like, it was a Wadi. He was like, I get a lot of requests for many different Nintendo and third-party characters, but when it came to the Wii Fit Training Girl, I can assure you, no one requested her ever at once. And so I just decided to put her in myself. It's like, it's like, who can I put in that nobody wants? Uh, uh, we, how about Big the Cat? We got two requests for Big the Cat. All right, uh, who do we got? The Wii Balance Board? It doesn't have limbs. Uh, let's just get a faceless woman. I want the yeah, vitality sensor. Like I need the vitality sensor. <laughs> I'm actually hoping that's an equipable item, and all it does is just shows your heartbeat wasting away. <laughs> so, um, I think... Out of the conferences, the probably the biggest thing aside from the announcements was uh, the whole misconception about what platforms they were going to appear on. Well, yeah. I don't know why everyone thought that it was going to be exclusive well, on PS3. I, th- I think it's just because they sh- got shown in the Sony conference, and because everyone, I don't think it wasn't so much that they assumed; it's the fact that they wanted it. Yeah, it's like do you remember? Like, do you remember a couple of years ago? I think it was 2009 or maybe 2008. Daryl, the Xbox uh, conference got um, the first Metal Gear Rising trailer, and everyone thought it was going to be Xbox exclusive. It's just kind of what happens. Yeah, and until until the publisher comes out and says no, it's not the case. Just forget about exclusives ever because these two consoles, spec wise, they're almost yeah, identical. I mean, for, they're like Final the same Fantasy thing. 15, 
I think with these two games, it was also because obviously up until now, Versus had been a PS3 exclusive mm-hmm. still. Yeah, true. And this and and so when they showed the trailer, everyone was still kind of assuming it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, you and know the o- you know the only it. reason that they named it 15, they would have stuck with Versus, but they stuck they had, like were in an exclusivity deal. It's like they wouldn't, re- they wouldn't have been able to it. They wouldn't have been able to release it uh, outside of the PS4 if it was yeah. still called Versus. And I think with Kingdom Hearts, like it's got a pretty big Sony fan base. I mean, uh, and you know, there's some been on, have been on Nintendo as well, but they're not real fans. Much yeah, it's pretty much Sony is where the big sales have come from. Yeah. Well, although, have you seen what uh, Square Enix said to all? Like, I think uh, yeah. one of the, out- one we'll of the outlets asked is okay. <laughs> it's that amazing quote. Mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously, um, Sony. I, I kind of noticed anyway because Sony started talking about it after the conference, and they started saying that Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 are coming to the PlayStation 4. But then they said in the next sentence that Final Fantasy 14 would be an exclusive. So that pretty much said it to me that mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be an exclusive. I mean, at least the Xbox won't be getting Final Fantasy 14, which I act- I've actually have heard some people complain about because people are still playing 11 on 360. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I guess from Sony's perspective, just having that one day where people believed it was an exclusive has yeah. done the world of good. Because <laughs> like, well, I, I've I mean, seen come on, so you gotta many think, polls they, they, and they still, they, are, they still are like the internet still loves them more than anything. Like a, a, after that whole conference is like, how many how many gifts have you seen of Microsoft doing anything good recently? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. funny how the tables turn. If you look back one generation, oh dear. How the uh, game industry changes so quickly. Yeah. They're such a fickle little pe- bunch of people, aren't they? Little people, you were going to call yeah, them? Yeah, little people. <laughs> the game industry is just a bunch of munchkins and uh, people from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I cannot remember the name of. It's like Oompa Santa Loompas. There we go. It's like Santa Claus Workshop. Everybody's just churning away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yes, it is coming to the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. And when quizzed about why that was the case... Mike, uh, Square Enix just said we've done it before so why not do it again I mean it makes sense yeah they, they've also like sort of talked about how they're they're developing in a platform agnostic fashion and that they're developing on PC and these consoles are basically PCs and yeah although it's at just the so same time to it was really funny when they were talking about that because they were saying how like everything's DirectX 11 now yeah and then someone asked about the Wii U and they just said Wii's not good enough for that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Maybe if they're lucky, we'll give them a Crystal Chronicles. It was, Maybe. It was, it was the funniest thing, because in one sense, they basically said the Wii U's crap, and then the next sentence, they started talking about how they need to develop games on more platforms to get more sales, and it was just well, like... Well, da- yeah. well Daryl, the, the Wii U isn't a platform for sales. It's actually a Sarlacc pit to just lose money yeah. into. <laughs> pretty much. Dumb stuff on it. So um, they showed the initial trailer, and um, there was a little bit of gameplay, but it was mostly cutscenes. But then, um, since then, at the Square Enix press conference, they showed about two or three minutes of extended gameplay, which was then released on the internet yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, which for you guys listening was Wednesday. And um, it was pretty much just pure gameplay. So yeah. it showed lots of different things. So there was um, kind of a live-action version of that cutscene we've seen so many times where Noctis is walking down the stairs and the enemies are firing at him. Um, we kind of saw um, kind of how the menu system's going to work in terms of Noctis. He's got so many weapons that fly around him, but he can mm-hmm. kind of pick and choose which ones he wants to use. It also looks like he can use his uh, allies' weapons too, 
which is quite interesting. I'm not entirely sure how they're going to work. Yeah, you that, see, I think I, I think I already know how the battle system is going to work because if you kind of look at it and like pick it apart, the like at least the way it looks is like you have your normal attacks on the left, like in little sidebars, like Kingdom Hearts well, normally. Like warp, it was like warp, um, link, and something else, wasn't it? Yeah, it was warp, link, and attack, and like he has his own little magic gauge, so that's probably its own little thing. But then to the right of all those commands are like a group of like a couple of swords, and I'm assuming yeah. you'll be you'll be able to kind of get make your own little loadout of like swords that'll have different strengths abilities or like warp speeds I have a yeah, feeling I mean, they'll use the uh, PS4 touchpad to swipe swipe through what about your the swords one though uh, well connect you can uh, just say uh, yeah, yeah just Xbox connect Xbox or swipe sword. <laughs> Xbox. I, the one thing sword. I did notice, though, that because they u- they got him using that kind of large sword a lot during the trailer, and pretty much every time he used it, the attack was exactly the same. Yeah, I'm just not sure if it, for that kind of game, it's it will let, it will get a little bit repetitive. Like I don't know if it's if if you'll I know that obviously like Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that, so you get the same attack every single time. Mm-hmm. But with this kind of game where you've got lots of different swords to use, I don't know if you might end up just using one sword the whole time. Like if it's the one that's kind of best for you, I don't know how yeah. they're going to work. They're, they're definitely going to need to balance enemies for certain types of swords, uh, so that there's you know there, there's a right sword and a wrong sword, so you have to switch, or else it will yeah, get also, repetitive. I mean, also there was the whole magic thing. Yeah, um, they've they've announced that the other guys that you see are going to be playable too. So I'm guessing you'll be able to just switch around. So that's cool. Third person shooting with the blonde hair guy. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, the other the other characters have very interesting names. I don't know if you guys know. Gladiolus. Well, I know them, but I just can't pronounce them. Yeah. Ignis, Gladiolus, Prompto, and Core. Or could there's be, a reason it you could said be those and not us. It could be. It could be Cole. Just throwing that out there. Because it's like cool. Although I will say the way, the way the party members work just totally put Donald and Goofy to shame in terms of like comparing any other like side parties from like any other action game like that team's made. Yeah, this is basically the, like the, fact the Ocean's they Eleven. Interact. They, oh yeah, pretty much. Well, I think very... that due to the fact that they're all wearing black suits. <laughs> they all look very badass, basically, when they walk in slow mo. It'll make cosplaying yeah. for that game extremely easy outside of the hair. Yeah, or potentially expensive if you want to buy it, like, actually from Rowan, if they ever do go out to sell them. Yeah, yeah. especially with, like, the Deus Ex coat and stuff. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, like, I remember... How much was that coat again? Wasn't that, like, a thousand or something? Uh, no, the, with the, no, I think that was too bad. I think it was, like, 200, but, um, well, the Capcom Resident Evil 6 coat. Oh, was, like, yeah, the, 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 yeah the, that coat was, like, five. And then there's, there's the Dead Rising coat as well. Yeah, video game expensive. merchandise. Um... So, what do you guys think about the gameplay in general? We we kind of impressed. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about kind of. I think it was Hashimoto who was saying that they didn't want the genre to kind of stay stagnant, and they they mm-hmm. feel that it's the it's the right time for Final Fantasy to move away from turn based kind of things. I think I think, honest, it's, I think it's a good one. Yeah, there I, you go, Brandon. I really I really like it, and I think. I think a lot of people are confused now because this is called 15. When when Versus was originally announced, the the whole philosophy of doing a Versus 13 and doing a normal 13 was that they could do Versus 13 as a sort of experimental take on doing yeah, a 13 Final off. Fantasy, and 13 was going to be the traditional one. And, you know, it was going to be done by the Kingdom Hearts team. For us that have been following it this whole time, this none of this is a surprise. We expected this to play like Kingdom Hearts, and it does. So I guess for the people that are sort of external to the Final Fantasy community, this is kind of a shock. And I don't know. I, I'm excited. As a Kingdom Hearts fan, this is definitely the Kingdom Hearts treatment of Final Fantasy in every 
way so you think this form. is going to make a lot because I know there's a lot of people that play Kingdom Hearts that don't necessarily like Final Fantasy this is the Final Fantasy game for Kingdom Hearts fans for sure if you liked it's watching deep, love this is basically deep dive the game if you if you want a deep dive to be a game this is it pretty much it's just as dark and brooding uh, they only showed scenes outside for the most part in this daylight, but imagine well, all the, the, imagine all the inside and... scenes. Actually, they remind me of like all the inside scenes of like getting chased by like the water yeah. and all the people through the main. That actually kind of remind me of like Uncharted almost, like those yeah. chase scenes. True. Well, I guess my like my kind of take like the gameplay was very similar to what you were saying, but kind of like the fact that people are sort of weirded out the fact that it's a main game, but it's not going to be turn based anymore. Yeah. You kind of have to take a step back and think. It's like. Guys, when's the last time the majority of you were all happy with how a normal turn-based Final Fantasy turned out? It's like, it, it's been a while. Like, 10 might be the close thing to one that everybody equally loved. And then it's like, you need to try something different outside of, like, light, like Lightning Returns is trying to find a middle ground between RPG and action RPG. I, I, th- I think what they've done is nice, though, because it's not... I mean, even for Final Fantasy fans, this isn't going to be, like, a massive shock, because... There hasn't been a proper turn-based game since Ten Part Two, anyway, because like Twelve was kind of live-action pseudo turn-based, mm-hmm. and it was the same as Eleven as well, which was pseudo turn-based, and Thirteen was also pseudo turn-based too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not. So it's definitely not totally uncalled for, but this is like yeah. Going I mean, whole I, and I still, I still believe that this is going to still be kind of turn-based too. Yeah. Like, I reckon like when when it gets to like casting matching and stuff, there's going to be timers and things like that. Mm, exactly. You're not just going to be able to like, spam stuff all the time. Like, I still I still reckon there's going to be an element of ATB in there. The other nice thing that I I saw, I mean, it's not indicative of gameplay, but um, at at the end of the uh the battle trailer, they had that scene which was pretty tense where Noctis was in like the a stealth parking scene. Lot. Yeah, the stealth scene. I think that could add a pretty interesting element to the gameplay, having having more lulls and and more pacing in the action so it's not all balls to the wall you're flying around like superman and slashing there's also the slower scenes which are more tactical and you have to think about it i think if they balance those two styles of gameplay uh you could get something that uh final fantasy fans will also like yeah but you got to think how hard it's going to be though with due to the fact that one of the main features in the game is the fact that you can teleport yeah yeah and that if they try and have tense moments like that or it could be like oh god i got to get across this dark room throw a sword i'll come there hey it worked in dishonored true yeah but i true. think with that was like you have to think of how short you could do the blink and with the fact that from the gameplay we've seen is yeah, you can tell you can teleport from like miles of building <laughs> yeah true I don't so know. It's going to be a balancing that, challenge, that's for sure. The other big thing that came out of this was that Nomura has now said that he expects Final Fantasy XV to become its own mini-franchise, much like Thirteen has. What was it? The World of Verses, he said? Yeah. Like, that's what uh, the World the of the, the Verses Epic is what they're calling it. So, which which, which kind of seems I, weird. I, I, I'm actually not too bothered about that. I think... No, no, not at as all. Long, as long as they... Have, as, I think the problem with Thirteen was they didn't make the decision initially exactly, to do it yeah. that way. So well, they, they did, of, but none of the games were. Yeah, well, it's like the Matrix. Yeah, exactly. Where the first Matrix <laughs> like, was, let's put in as much cool stuff as possible. Please buy this, and let, then we can maybe do a sequel. Yeah. So, like, oh crap, we got to do a sequel now. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, because initially it was supposed to be the three different games that were all supposed to be kind of a part of the same universe, mm-hmm. crystal theme, basically. and then they have all now s- separated from each other. And they're not related at all. Exactly, and that's and that's like the biggest symptom of sequelitis is when 
you just totally throw out every good thing that you had about the original. But when you come in from the outset and you know this is going to be one story and it's going to include all these other parts, if you do it in advance, uh, you, you avoid that. Or at yeah, least I mean, you can. you've just got to look at something like Mass Effect or exactly. Assassin's Creed, where they, they planned it to be this franchise. They've already pre-written the story. Exactly. They kind of know how. It's, obviously, there's going to be changes as they go along. Exactly. They change yeah. the mind or whatever. But this thing's been written for eight years, so I think well, Kingdom Hearts is the other good example as well. Yes. Of the of well, in some cases of how to do it yeah, wrong. I mean, since since one, <laughs> yeah, because obviously one, yeah, but like since then, since then it's been fine. Yeah. Yeah, kind of going back to the gameplay real quick. There is actually one thing that I'm surprised none of you guys brought up, and I almost forgot. Mm-hmm. You haven't really seen many people talk about it everywhere. Is I think this will. I'm pretty sure this is the first Final Fantasy that's ever had destructible environments in battle. Yeah, that is impressive. Uh, and I actually found out that that was first announced in a interview in like 2010. So yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So it's not new news, but the fact that like seeing that it they actually, actually saw look, it, yeah. That's yeah, and it's awesome. not like we're now just like in that because that's the big thing. It's like normally why they're so tight and narrow battles is like, well, there are these grand battles. You'd have things wanting to break. If they didn't break, you'd take kind of take out the experience. I think mm-hmm. now that we're in like next gen hardware, that makes it a lot easier. And all the kind of like breakable buildings and rubble we were kind of seeing, or like even like marks on the floor, like that just kind of really like sold like not like making every battle look like its own like little experience. Definitely, I would say out of all the games that I've seen at E three. Uh, Final Fantasy XV definitely seems like the one that is uh, one of the best arguments for next-gen and why we need next-gen to have these experiences. I don't think you could get everything of what you saw on a PS3 had it been released on the PS3. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I mean, it probably actually would have looked that good, but you, you know, it wouldn't have been as grand or like exactly. as open. It, I don't think it probably would have. It, it would have been. It would have looked better, but it probably would have had to been very linear, similar to the kind of problem that thirteen had. Exactly. I think the lo- the whole Leviathan thing. I don't think that would have been possible on PS three. Yeah. Not not <laughs> in, not in that scale. That would have been a cutscene. So I, I'm glad that they're going uh, PS4. I just love the fact that everything is now like at, at this the very is all least. Live uh, oh wait, though, what what did uh, what did they call it in in a thirteen two? Their QTEs. What did they call those those stupid moments? You know, you know what I mean. Like they had, yeah, they had their own yeah. like makeup name for QTEs. It was like action action battle timer or something. Oh yeah, I remember oh, that those, name. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, well, everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that that, thing. that's about it. Isn't it events, uh, events or something? Yeah, well, it's something. It's the something thing. We've clearly reached your this. The gimmick yeah. name. <laughs> it's the gimmick button. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand over to you now, Brandon. Okay, so moving on to the other big announcement uh, is Kingdom Hearts three, of course, and uh, much like uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, it is also coming out on the PlayStation four and Xbox one. Uh, this one definitely caught a lot of people like by surprise. I know, uh, just strictly going from my Twitter feed, uh, immediately following <laughs> it, um, I definitely got a flood of "I'm crying," "I can't breathe," <laughs> "I can't see straight," "Is this real?" <laughs> you know, I had a lot of the uh, what was that? David after dentist? Is this is this the real life? <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of that in my Twitter feed, so definitely everybody's excited. Uh, finally, after seven-ish years, we've got the the confirmation of Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, it is finally in development. Uh, the trailer basically showed off 
uh, a little montage of where the series has come from, and it's sort of transitioned into uh, what they think uh, it'll look like on PS4, uh, emphasis on what they think it'll look like, because the footage that they've shown, Nomura has revealed in a latest uh, in the latest Famitsu interview that that is actually pre-rendered. Um, we don't know if that's in engine or if it was like pre-rendered in Maya. But oh no, it, it, it's it's in the engine, but it's just not on running P- on hardware. Yeah, so it's it, running it's, on the PC. It's what they're expecting it'll yeah. look. So they were saying that they were having some issues with the development tools, uh, so they had to pre-render it. But they said uh, it pretty much looks like that. Uh, they do have a working build now. Uh, they even said that they have an enemy now that's like a, a vehicle based, and they've already gotten it so Sora can ride on it. So they're they're working on it. <laughs> Basically. I gotta, I gotta say though, like, what was the, like, what was the first thing that popped into you? Because like you're saying with your Twitter feed though, exactly. like, everyone was kind of like different. Like, what was your, what was your first reaction, Brandon? The like, when you saw the initial reaction that was, oh, so this is a trailer for 1.5, and then it kept going. I was like, oh, are they going to announce 2.5? And then it was like, wait, they just put Kingdom Hearts 3D in this list. Is that going to be in 2.5? That wasn't in the secret movie in 1.5. And then it transitioned, and I'm like, wait, what is this? What is this? Oh, my God! <laughs> Basically. And you see, my, 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 my thing was, like, it wasn't even shock. As soon as that trailer was in, I was like, because I was live blogging, there were people in here, I was like, okay, it's really cool. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm excited. But as soon as it was done, I was like, thank you, God, we'll finally get a new goddamn theme song. Yes, we will find Definitely, that is... We've been repeating the, the two same goddamn songs for seven games now yeah and we kind of need a new one finally we can du- we can uh bring you tata out of the closet dust her off and put her <laughs> she's, in the she's got booth. cobwebs all over her body she's like please use me don't worry just just pour a little water on her she'll be fine <laughs> add she water shrinky, mix. she is shrinky dink now <laughs> add a little water mix mix thoroughly put in the microwave for 15 minutes good as out new. comes kingdom Hearts three theme song there you go that's all she needs uh, so that's so definitely exciting. It looks awesome. It's being developed on uh, the Luminous Studio uh, engine, just like a uh, versus or Final Fantasy 15. I'm still getting used like to that. everything is now. Yeah, yeah every every Square Enix game will be on that engine. Everything is Luminous. Though I will say, um, Nomura did at least hint with uh, with regards to Final Fantasy 15 that not all of 15 is on Luminous yet. Uh, he said in the Famitsu interview that. He's uh, currently looking into transitioning the entire game to it. So, well, it makes sense because yeah. the other one would have been developed on Crystal Tools. Exactly. So that old engine. If anybody was wondering if Final Fantasy 15 was them literally starting over, that's not the case. They literally grabbed what they had, that mess of a whatever they had, and continued. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, a hot mess. It's a hot mess, but they're working on it. It looks pretty, so that's good. And Kingdom Hearts uh, also looks pretty. Uh, it has a little bit more of a cell shading look. Uh, they're definitely going crazy with their DirectX 11 shaders. Uh, they they went on this whole little tirade about how they're going to adjust the shaders to the worlds that they're going to be in. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, so though, pi- so it won't be creepy as Pirates of the Caribbean now. <laughs> um, well, the Pirates of the Caribbean world, if there's another one, it will look like Pirates of the Caribbean. They will adjust it to look that way. That's almost um, creepier now. Oh. Well, well, we'll have to see. Uh, but basically, they've been trying to do this since Kingdom Hearts 1. A lot of people are confused about what they're doing, and they do have the benefit of shaders now, but since Kingdom Hearts 1 and the uh, Halloween Town world, uh, they've experimented with this sort of thing where 
uh, they actually did photography to get the textures for Sora and the gang, and they all look different. So this is not new for Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts 2, the Tron world experimented with that sort of thing. So this is not new, adjusting the look and feel of a world, uh, but it's going to look even more close because of the power of DirectX 11 shaders. Um, so do you think we'll, like, we'll be able to get like the whole, like each world will have like kind of a new shade and look to it? Or do definitely. you think it'll just be more than normally? I, th- I think it'll definitely look more more close to what the movies looked like than ever before. I mean, I, I, I was very surprised uh, in Kingdom Hearts uh, Dream Drop Distance, actually, with how close they matched the look of Tron Legacy in terms of like lighting oh, yeah. and color. Uh, and that was just literally just textures and that's it. So now they have the ability to adjust the way lighting works in the world. So they have a lot more tools to match film quality. And the fact that Luminous Studio is so powerful, uh, I can just imagine when CGI Disney movies start coming in, they'll pretty much look like they did in theaters. So I'm excited. I think it's good that the Japanese developers are starting to get some good engines now because obviously oh, like the fox it's taken them amazing. taking them so long to do this it's been depressing but i'm so happy that they're sort of like finally getting there yeah they're finally getting there because <laughs> well, not... like the japanese were, were, were like square enix or well, square soft well known exactly. for like pretty much being the pinnacle of graphics exactly and they were and all then left they kind of lost it <laughs> exactly and they're not doing it like nintendo style where it's like oh we're catching up by catching up to what you guys in a the west have been doing for the past uh five six years with shaders no they're yeah, jumping like, they're they're like that, that, that fox engine looks ridiculously fox engine, oh yeah for sure yeah the fox engine is definitely insane uh definitely up there with luminous uh another bit about uh the story of kingdom hearts 3 actually probably the most detailed we've gotten with the story came from this little um press release that they released uh to the uh, from, from Square Enix North America and it's just a little blurb about the story and basically it says believing light and darkness must relate, uh, must remain in balance Master Xehanort seeks to spark a war against the tyranny of light to restore equilibrium in an effort to undermine Xehanort's plot Sora, Donald, and Goofy search for the seven guardians of light and the key to return hearts while King Mickey and Riku search for the previous Keyblade wielders so to me, that sort of sounds like it might go a little bit birth by sleepy where you have, you know, two different stories and for a while you'll play as Sora, for a while you'll play as Riku, potentially you'll play as Kyrie at some point since she's now Keyblade wielding. I mean, eh. I, d- I don't know what to take from this, but the way they've described it, it seems like they're they're all on their own journey and they won't be together. So I can only well, imagine. I, yeah, it, it, I'd say it's more of like you were kind of saying like Birth by Sleep than really that they're splitting up. Yeah, and I mean, and, and unlike Birth by Sleep where there are three characters, it's like each character splits up, but they also have their own posse. Like exactly, Riku, Riku, Riku has Mickey, Sora has Donald and Goofy, Kyrie will probably team up with Axel or something. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. So we'll have to see where this goes. Um, this is literally all the story we have. So <laughs> and it'll be and it, and it basically while. is just like if you didn't play Kingdom Hearts 3D, here's a little bit of the ending. Yeah. So um, did you want to uh, now talk about the interesting retort that yeah, Square Enix gave to people? <laughs> exactly. So basically when people asked about how uh, Microsoft players will get up to speed if they haven't played the Kingdom Hearts games, Square Enix said, uh, just do some research. 
Wa- read some books. Watch the movies. Yeah. Hey, hey, Yen Press just put out Kingdom Hearts uh, Final Mix Volume 1 and 2 and coming out uh, next yeah. week by the time you hear this. I was really, of, you can just read your way up there. You I was really confused games. by that quote because I was like, okay, wait, he, did he just say read the books and watch the movies? What books and movies? Do you mean the manga? And what movie? There's only the... Three five eight over two days movie. I think I think so. I think he might have been confused honestly and thought, "What about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts and Disney stories?" It's like, yeah. Uh, how am I supposed to know what? Why was Eddie Murphy with him and now he's in a different <laughs> world? What are we gonna? Is he from Shrek? I don't know. I gotta watch all these movies now. Yeah. So that was definitely confusing. But this was Hashimoto, so he's not in the Kingdom Hearts team. He was sort of speaking for a team he doesn't manage. So. Clearly, I, clearly could have done better. Exactly. Yeah, he's like the VP of Square Enix. You know, he he's know he's the on. VP, but I could definitely smell on his voice a little bit of the right hand and left hand aren't talking to each other so much. It was kind of like when um, when someone asked him if there was going to be a female character in uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, he was, was like, just like, hmm, "That's I'll interesting." Pass that on, maybe. <laughs> it's like, what's your female, favorite female, female character? Female so I can games. tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So that was weird. Way to go. Speaking of which, um, Nomura also said uh, in the Femitsu interview that as of right now, Kingdom Hearts 3 is definitely in very early development, so uh, he he actually thinks that it might have been too early to announce the game. You know, surprise, surprise with every other new game he's ever worked on. Uh, yeah, but you know everyone's going to kind of disagree with that because the fact that ever like, he even said in that same interview, he's like, everyone has been asking him for, what, like, how, let's say eight years now since Kingdom Hearts 2 came out? Yeah. It's like eight years. He's just they've just been asking so him. He's finally Hearts? realized that they don't want the spin-offs anymore. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not too early to talk about Kingdom Hearts three in terms of globally what it means, but it's too early locally in terms of how far along in development it is. They basically, yeah, like, if it's not going to come out for another two or three years, people are going to go mental. Yeah, and that's the case. Basically, and I think it's sort of the case with Final Fantasy fifteen. Th- these whole announcements were sort of the let's shut them up announcements. Yeah, but they've just opened themselves up for a whole world of pain. Exactly. Although they- I think, I, although I think announcing the two games at the same time, one for the fact that it's really the same audience when it gets down to exactly. it that are going to be buying them all, and also you got to think like if you kind of like market these two together, that is like such a juggernaut of a win for Square Enix in general. Definitely. Like, ima- and imagine like fifteen is probably going to sell really well based on all the hype that has gotten recently, and with all like everyone been so excited for it since they announced it so many years ago. But then inc- imagine if they included a demo of Kingdom Hearts along with it. Yeah, like that'd be that's crazy. that's immediately like another million. Yeah, definitely. I I I totally agree. I would say, I mean, not even going off of the fact that Kingdom Hearts and it, the Kingdom Hearts team, the original one, is the one that made Final Fantasy fifteen so far. Uh, I mean, these two games are so closely related. Uh, Nomura also said in the Famitsu interview that. Uh, the two teams right now, he can already feel the rivalry between them, and he says it's a healthy rivalry, and they're both working really hard to sort of push each other along, so I'm excited the way that these are developing. I would say if you're a Final Fantasy or a Kingdom Hearts fan, it's a really good time to be a Final Fantasy or a Kingdom Hearts fan. It definitely hasn't apparently before. Yeah, for a while it hasn't been, uh, but definitely it's it's exciting, but it will be a while. I think the interesting thing in terms of the um, the team announcements is that, like, obviously the, the first party team, like Kataze's team, mm-hmm. who have typically been the lead Final Fantasy team, 
they're working on Lightning Returns at the moment, but that's yeah. pretty much finishing up now. No, that game is still so early. It's coming early. out in December. It's, it's, it's coming out in February. It'll be done in three months. But, like, no, well, yeah. This, it, they're, already, they're already working on their next game as well. Probably. Have they, have they already said they're working on their next game? Have they already announced that? No, but they blatantly are. It's what any software development company does. Exactly. Once well, you get they're, towards they're the probably, end of They're probably planning it out, but I mean, that, like even from all the stuff that I've seen in that game, it's, like, it's still looking a lot earlier. I think they assumed they'd be able to knock it out as quickly as 13-2, but then changing it to kind of action and more different battle system is maybe yeah. a bit more complex yeah, than Yeah, but they they, they've committed to a Japanese release date now. Yes. Well, that's never stopped them from delaying it. Like they, I, I, they don't, I'm they just, Daryl, I'm just looking at my poster. I'm just looking at my Lightning Returns poster. It says 2013 as it just laughs yeah, at me that, next to my bed now. That's a Western day. It, it still co- is coming out in 2013 in Japan. For now. They don't care we'll about see. us. <laughs> For now, Daryl. So, yeah, that's... That's interesting, I guess, if you like Lightning Returns. But for us fans who don't like Lightning Returns... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, more will be announced on Kingdom Hearts 3 at the Tokyo Game Show, also for Final Fantasy 15, and they also said uh, potentially the Disney D23 Expo in Japan in October, so we're on the IV drip of news now. They've they've plugged us into life support. We can now, we can breathe again. I think, I think, I think we can make it three months. I think we could make it three months with interviews now. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I, I honestly don't know if Tokyo Game Show will be seeing that much, because to be honest, they... It, it does not seem far along enough at all to be shown. They probably have an actual... Well, because uh, in that Famitsu interview, they yeah. said they're actually very close to a demo, and I wouldn't be surprised if they had a very hands-off Yeah, game and, and Tokyo it. Game Show is... Because it's pretty much owned by Square Enix, because, yeah. well, Yuichi Wada used to be the president of the Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Square Enix are continuing that with the new president. Yeah. But... Um, they pretty much used to use... Every single time they would do a behind-closed-doors thing, and... Yeah. You know, the year I went, it was the whole Versus 13. Uh, they showed that off behind closed yeah. doors for the first time. Um, and they were also showing off Birthway Sleep for the first time. So I'm sure they'll do something in their famous closed mega theater. Yeah. I'm just excited. And I mean, that... at the very least, we still got Jump Festa. They're always there at Jump true, Festa. True, true. I'm, I'm just really glad that for the first time since 13... They've gotten really close to showing off in-game stuff because, uh, I mean, with with thirteen, we literally saw our first in-game stuff of thirteen. You know, like actual in-game stuff was in two thousand nine uh, January. I actually checked that out just to make sure. It was pretty crazy the way that worked. But now we're actually seeing in-game stuff. They're not stumbling as much as they did with their well, last they engine. Have, they should have bit off for of that first-party premium thing in two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that yeah. like that like one with all the numbers and like letters mixed in the title it was like N1H something that oh, yeah. first party thing well, they, they used to have? They had this one called DKE Sigma yes, or something. That, that's the one I was thinking. Whatever happened that to one, that hot mess? That one didn't have uh that one didn't have in game uh well at least for versus thirteen, they showed in game uh I think it was TGS 2009 that they showed the first in-game stuff. But at least with Final Fantasy 13, they showed yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, that was when they... Well, it was it was in-game. It was, in-engine I mean, stuff. I saw it. From... I had a massive thing about it. It was basically a tech demo where they... Exactly. Put, do you, do you remember when tests. that was a big deal, seeing 13 in engine, how excited we were? Yeah. 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 They, they, so they like... basically put Noctis in the 13 engine. Yeah, and that was exactly. Their, that was their in-game footage. Yep, that's literally <laughs> what they did. And that Please be excited. Engine, yeah, that that engine didn't really pan out to be honest. So, 
But yeah, uh, more Infino will be announced at TGS, so be excited. I'm excited for both of these games. I think uh, any Kingdom Hearts fan uh, should be excited. I mean, it seems like Final Fantasy 15 is like the big brother of uh, of Kingdom Hearts 3 right now. You know what I'm kind of disappointed out of all the uh, questions people asked? Um, no one asked the real important Kingdom Hearts question at that uh, pr- press conference at E3. Do you know why that was? No, no, no. Do you know what the you know what question I'm asking is? I have no idea. What in God's name happened to Birth by Sleep Volume Two? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, they please s- be they patient. Not... <sighs> I can guarantee you that no one in that conference really even plays Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, exactly. uh, that's so true. That that is so. I said are probably two people who stumbled in there. They're they're keeping a distance from the fans because uh, you know ravenous people can do crazy things. Plus, those press conferences are always horrible because, like, no journalist really wants to ask a question that he can use as an exclusive. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they all want to get out of there because they're being paid. Uh, but yeah, I think that that pretty much rounds up uh, our Kingdom Hearts coverage. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy Fifteen or any anything? I think we said more than we initially planned to anyway. So, uh, we're, we're, we're almost double. Hey, Daryl, how's that 20 to 30 minutes yeah, I told it's, it's you would not happen? Yeah, I told you. Definitely was not going to happen. Uh, so anyway, so into our outro, uh, the next Kingdom Hearts Union podcast is going to be on the 25th of June. Uh, we'll, we'll wrangle in Churro, and uh, he's actually at E3. He got to see Nomura. He got to see a lot of things, so we'll, we'll get him in on the podcast and see what he thinks. Um... You can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Final Fantasy and World Number One. Woo! Also, Kingdom Hearts. You can search for Kingdom Hearts if you want. And of course, you can catch Either every episode. You can catch every episode at FinalFantasyUnion.com, along with all of our Final Fantasy news coverage. And you can also catch Kingdom Hearts Union at KingdomHeartsUnion.com if you want to find out Kingdom Hearts stuff. I mean, if if, if there is one, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So I guess everybody should say goodbye. I'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Also, for real, read those Kingdom Hearts mangas. They're hilarious as hell. They are. They are. I love them. Anyway, um, I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and GamingUnion.net production. One doesn't give to